Something you probably do know. Progressive can not only offer you a great price when you bundle home and auto, they offer you round-the-clock protection. Something you probably don't know, the average oak tree branch can hold 70 pounds. Something you probably do know, your neighbor is building their kid a treehouse. Something you probably don't know, a falling treehouse would take out your whole fence. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive and get more than a great price. Get round-the-clock protection. Something you know for the things you don't know. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Welcome to Fear It Goes, the podcast all about taking your fears with you and doing it anyway. I'm your host, Brandi Taylor. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to Fear It Goes. Today, we are talking about empowering the disempowerments, and this one is absolutely key to my heart. So... In the first episode, you guys heard about my first memory. And you know that I've had some trauma in my life. Now, the interesting thing when we look at trauma is we seem to think that that means it has to be something horrific. It doesn't. Traumas are just experiences that we have strong emotional ties to. So your life experiences, regardless of how big or small, or traumatic, can be released without the shame, the guilt, the fear, or the attachment. And when you get there, when you get to that place where you have released the emotional tie and the emotional attachment to whatever that is, or however many of those there are, and there's many in life, that's when you're truly free. I just had the most insane conversation with one of my team. And he's a lovely man. He's older than I am. And we're talking about win-wins, which I just wrote about in uh, my newsletter. And I was talking about setting up the win-win. If I have spoke about this in an episode, I'm sorry, but you're going to get a little bit of this again. So win-wins in life are us creating the scenario where everybody's winning. We know that, right? The problem is most people don't do that. And I was notoriously bad. I would create the win-lose. So you would win and I would lose. (laughs) Because I just want to help the world. I just want to give away the farm. I want everybody to be free. I want them to live their fullest, most incredible lives and the most incredible people that they are because I see that in them. I see the incredible people you are, even if you don't. I do. And I just want you to have the freedom to be that. So I would just give away everything. But I was always losing. And the, the biggest issue with the win-lose scenario is this. I'm not loving myself in that moment. Because I don't love myself enough when I'm only giving. It sounds funny, but giving and receiving are absolutely crucial for us to be whole. And it's the same coin. It's like the two sides of the coin, but the coin is always the same. It's one coin. It's not two. Giving and receiving are absolutely crucial for us to be whole. So if I am losing and you are winning, 
really in the end, I kind of see it as a lose-lose situation. See, we have this thing going on called reciprocity. And deep down somewhere in your subconscious, you believe that there should be some sort of repayment because you're coming from a space of lack. When we're whole, we come from this space of overflow. Just like pouring water over a glass and the glass is full, it just can't help but to come out. But when we're lacking and we're giving from that space, it's really difficult for us to not think reciprocity. So therefore, now I have some sort of underlying expectation on this, and I also might have some resentment if I don't get it, and I might be disappointed, and there's a whole bunch of awesome emotions tied to this gift I have now given you. So it sits at a different vibrational level, this awesome gift of giving. Now, we don't want that. Honestly, when you give from fullness, you're giving and receiving. You're giving to yourself and you're receiving yourself and you're giving to them and they're also receiving. It's a beautiful exchange of win-win. It's so important to understand how vital it is for us to experience receiving as much as giving and doing it from the right space. Because in the end, there is something wrapped around that gift that isn't whole. And I don't want to give that to anybody. So I'm learning the win-win. Actually, I've gotten much, much better with the win-win. And now this is all I create. I created it in business years ago. But now I create it in my life and all things I do. I also am at a point where I own me. And I am accepting of me. And I love me. But it took me a long time to get there too. And the traumas or the life experiences and the emotional ties to all those experiences were holding me back. And they were holding me back in monstrous ways. We look at why this happens. And it's because it is ingrained in us, in our belief systems, that we are not enough or that we are not lovable or that we are not worthy of greatness. So when I talk about empowering the disempowerments, there are so many experiences in our life that we need to reclaim the power. We need to take back what was given in the loss. So the win-lose, I kept giving away my power. I need to reclaim that. And the only way to reclaim it is take the steps to do it. And the only way to do that is to release the emotional ties that are attached to the reason why, well, they are the reason why, the reason why I kept losing, the reason why people experience the trauma. And it is, it's a mental trauma, regardless of how big or small you think it is. It doesn't have to be something physical. It doesn't have to be something sexual. It doesn't have to be something massively emotional like a huge emotional trauma for it to affect your life and absolutely dictate your decisions and the directions you take and the reason why you never ever get to claim who you are or the power you have within you. So today, this is the gift we are talking about. Being able to empower the disempowerments in life. So one of the biggest disempowerments that I see 
often, and most people experience throughout their lives, or they would be millionaires, is the experience around money. So I have this disempowering belief. I have somewhere, somewhere along the line, this power around money has been shifted and I no longer have it. I believe that money doesn't grow on trees, that money is limited, that I am only capable of making so much money, that, I don't know, there's a million different belief systems around money, but they're, most of them are very destructive. <laughs> Let's just say that most of them are very destructive. So how do we, how do we reclaim our power when it comes to money? Because this is, seriously, this is one of the, I'm going to give you a gift today. (laughs) I am going to give you a gift today. So let's take a little walk down memory lane. (laughs) This is where it all starts. We have talked before about theta and brain frequencies and what happens when you're young. Your frontal lobe isn't developed until you're like 23 to 25 for women and for men it's 24 to 26 and they're pushing that out a little bit technology does wonderful things it seems however your frontal lobe is not developed as a child and you're also basically wide open to your subconscious because you have no premise nothing to relate to as a baby until you experience it so as a baby first off you start thinking that everything is possible Everything is possible because when you're in the womb, nothing isn't. There's nothing you're not getting. There's no limits when you're in the womb. You get everything you need. And then you come out and you don't think to yourself, gee, you know, mommy looks pretty tired today. Maybe I shouldn't wake her up at five o'clock in the morning and get fed. No, babies don't do that. They're like, I'm hungry. Feed me. And then they get fed. So they do get what they want and they do get what they need. So somewhere along the line, we come to understand that we shouldn't do this. Limits are put on us and then the belief system is now in place. So somewhere along the line, someone said something about money when you were a kid and it would have been when you were really young before about the age of eight. So I want you to sit down and think about this for a minute. What are your belief systems around money? Do you believe that there is money everywhere to be made, had, one experienced, that your life is absolutely abundant and rich and that there's nothing that limits you in your life? Or do you have one of the other belief systems that there isn't enough? A life of scarcity, which most people carry. If that's the case, I want you to sit down and think about it. What was life like when I was a kid? And Think back to the moments with your parents because they're our biggest influence at that time. And God love our parents. They're amazing people and they do everything they can with the tools they have. Just as we do now, just as I do now with my boys. And as I learn more tools, I teach them. I implement these as quickly as I can now because now I understand the importance of them. Whereas before, I just followed with the tools I had, which were sadly lacking. And then gained a few more tools through reading some books and taking some courses, but really that still didn't get me where I needed to go. Um, It's amazing what lessons open up to you when you open up to yourself. 
And that refers again back to the awakening that I talked about a few episodes ago, which to some seems pretty crazy. And it's pretty crazy amazing, I will say, when you experience you. Anyways, I digress. So back to this. I want you to sit down, take five minutes, and just be in a quiet place and think about what was life like as a kid. Ask yourself some questions around what was what was the standard conversation with my parents about money? What did they tell me around money? Oh, no, you can't have that. That's too expensive. Um, what do you think? Money grows on trees. We can't afford that. We don't have the money. I have to find the money. There's a million different expressions that were made There's a million different things that our parents have told us or our aunts, our grandmas, our uncles, whoever our influences were when we were young. Remember, you were in wide open belief system training. (laughs) In those moments, when you're young, you are absorbing everything as your truth and your beliefs moving forward into your teen and adult life. And then they become so ingrained, they're subconscious, and you don't even know them anymore. They just are. So if you want a whole new life, and you want money to be a part of your life, this is one of the greatest exercises I can give, or the best tool, or really, honestly, the best gift that I could give you today. Figure out the root. Where did it come from? What was conversations around money? Did mom and dad fight about money? Most parents did. Um... What did they say to you about money? How was that addressed? Next step. Okay, so we already know the root. Root is always the most important thing when it comes to resolving any issue. You need to know the root, not the symptoms. Symptoms don't matter. Symptoms will just perpetuate. Roots will resolve. And they all start when you're young. No one can ever tell you they don't. If it's something that happened later on in life, it's usually a cascading event from something when you were young. Just saying, pretty well everything starts when you're young. So first step is to find the root. Second step. Okay, so we know that this is now a belief system that someone else has laid on me, right? This isn't mine, but this is now what I believe. So now we're going to have to break the belief system. There's a couple ways ways you can do this. Um, But one of the most successful ways is to reprogram. So when we look at things like NLP, which is Neuro Linguistic Programming, everybody knows Tony Robbins, and this is his specialty. This is what he's really, really good at, and this is how he's based his career on NLP. There are many NLP practitioners out there that can help you with this if you can't do it on your own, which lots of people can't. So I highly recommend you get someone. I am also specialized in that. And hypnosis. Hypnosis, I am currently certifying hypnotherapy and I cannot even express to you how unbelievably exciting it is because you literally bypass your conscious and you get right to the root and you talk to your subconscious which is where all your stuff is stored all your memories are stored they're all hanging out there and then they are brought to the surface through your conscious and the emotional ties come in through your conscious so if we can get to the root and get into the subconscious, we're reprogramming, and then your life is changing. So again, if you can't do this on your own, find someone that can, because honestly, your life will be like magic. But I'm going to give you some tools here right now. If you want to reprogram, the first thing to do is find the root, then 
we are going to do the opposite of the belief. So you're going to start, um, you're going to start with something, an empowering statement that you're going to repeat over and over and over again, because like muscle has memory, obviously we do too. And the way that it sinks into the subconscious means it has to go through our consciousness. So keep saying it over and over and over again, see it, say it, see it, say it, see it, say it, and you will start to see some changes in that belief. Now, if we don't say it enough, if we don't mean it, and if we haven't really got to the root, we're just dealing with the symptom, we're not addressing the problem, and it won't change anything. And this isn't the power of positive thinking. It's not like, hey, today I'm going to be happy. And actually, every day, being happy is a choice. And we'll talk about that on another podcast. And it also has to do with your genetic makeup, which can be altered very quickly with your diet. Um, and this is why I talked about keto. And this is why I talk about certain things, but not my focus. If we are going to address any belief systems that are no longer functioning in a healthy way for us, we have to look for root causes. When we are looking at our money belief systems, and there's a million different blocks we can have, really honestly, there's a million different blocks we can have, but it can be pretty well simplified into somewhere along the line, someone taught me something that now is mine. I have taken on someone else's beliefs as my own, and now it drives my decisions and how I move forward in my life based on those decisions or those viewpoints or the lens that I'm looking through. Belief systems should be questioned regularly. No belief system should be held unless it's serving you. If you find that your life is lacking in something, it's because a belief system is sitting there that needs to be addressed. Because your beliefs drive your actions. Your beliefs create your reality. Nothing else does. So with money, have you sat down? Take the time to look at these things. Question, ask, where did this belief come from? What was it like when I was a kid? Ask yourself the questions. Ask yourself good questions. Where did this start? Why do I believe this? Take off all the emotions, all the emotions, because they're just a distraction in this exercise. And they're a distraction for you when you're actually looking at what the root cause is. Where did this come from? How, how much was it ingrained in me? Because I guarantee when it comes to money, it wasn't one fight. It wasn't one parent just saying, hey, we don't have enough money for that right now. Uh, let's, let's look at this again in another month. Oh, no, no. <laughs> it never goes down like that. There are going to be repetitive memories you will have that will reinforce that belief system. And that's why it's important for you to create the new belief system with repetitive thought. Your thoughts are so very powerful. And you have an opportunity to really alter what you experience in this life. And honestly, there is nothing more, nothing more than I want to achieve in this life than to help you do that. This is my goal. I realized this about three weeks ago, maybe a month ago. I want to reach millions. I want to, I literally want to influence, influence (laughs) 
millions of lives to be able to give them their own freedom, to be able to allow them to access who they really are and love who they are. Not only love who they are, accept who they are, be proud of who they are, and live the life that they never regret. Live the life that every single day that they get up and they go to bed at the end of the day, they are so proud of the moments they had, even when they messed up. Because trust me, there are moments I mess up all over the place. One comes to mind so well about me and my kids. And I had a parent of the year moment where I did something I really shouldn't have done. And I have a tendency to swear. And I had a moment, I'm going to share this with you actually, because it's, <laughs> it's very relatable. Um, so my son gets in the car, I pick them up from school, I have two, two boys, and he gets in the car. And he's just he something's off with him. And he's just immediately grumpy and grouchy and won't stop picking. He's just poking. It's like constantly poking the bear. And I'm doing everything I can with the tools and knowledge I have to mitigate this. And I know what to do. So, you know, I'm guiding, I'm guiding, I'm guiding, but it's nonstop and it's relentless and it's just getting more and more powerful. And he is on a mission. And finally, we get back to the house and I'm not kidding. I'm, I'm not pulled into the driveway yet, but almost. And I literally look at him and I feel this just before I say this. You know that moment just before you throw up and you think to yourself, I'm going to throw up. And then you throw up. There's that split second when your mind and body kind of go, yep, we, we're in agreement here. We know what's going on. And you kind of have a choice, but not. So that is exactly how this felt just before I got mad and I lost it. <laughs> I literally felt like, am I going to do this? Yes. Yes, I am. And I owned it in that second. And then I just lost it on him. And I'm sorry, I'm going to swear, but I, I said something horrible to him. And I said, you know what? You can just go fuck yourself right now. <laughs> I was so livid. And this is terrible. I'm admitting this publicly about my awesome parenting in that moment. I had a complete fail, complete fail. And then I was up. I was still so mad. So by the time we pull into the garage, I'm upset with myself. Of course I am because I've, I've blown it. I've done something really stupid and I'm not proud of that moment and I'm feeling shameful and guilty and I'm feeling all the shitty emotions that come along with a bad decision or a decision that isn't in the best interest of anybody. And I take a few minutes and then I come back to him and I'm like, I am so sorry. There is no reason. It doesn't matter what you said. I'm not taking away from the fact that you did some things here that were not right. I'm not saying that. I am saying my actions were completely unacceptable as a, as a response. And I'm terribly sorry. And I shouldn't have done that. Please forgive me. And he just looked at me and he was like, no big deal, mom. And I went, no, it really is a big deal. And I want you to know that I really am genuinely sorry. And there's no excuse for my behavior. Admitting to your kids when you screw up, that's another thing that's uh, ooh, super joyful. <laughs> It's humbling. It's humbling. And it really helps us release our egos because our egos in those moments don't serve us at all. But it was in that moment that I had the opportunity to really acknowledge a fail and make something great. I empowered a complete 
disaster moment. And we had a really good discussion afterwards because of it. It sucks that that's what it took to to draw out that conversation instead of just being able to have a conversation about why he was acting the way he was and why I got so mad. But sometimes that's the way we learn our lessons. At the end of that day, in a huge Parent of the Year failing award, I also was able to reclaim that power and reclaim that moment and empower something that had just gone so sideways for both of us. What a gift that moment became. Even when we fail, we have an opportunity to pick ourselves up and do something great. We have the opportunity to really empower a disempowerment. So it doesn't matter if your disempowerment sits with a money belief, which honestly, please do the exercise that I just walked you through. If you need more details, shoot me a quick email over at info at fearitgoes.com and I'll send you more details. I don't know if I actually went through enough for that, but I can't give you better gifts than the ability to be able to live your life with freedom. True freedom to be the best you and be proud of you even in your shittiest moments. That's my gift. And that's a gift I'm going to continue to give you from this day forward. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode because I know it's kind of a little, (laughs) a little weavy, (laughs) a little chicane It's kind of a little all over the place, but not really. I hope you enjoyed this episode because I want to give you nothing but value and power and empower you to be your greatest you. If you like what you hear with Fear It Goes, leave us a rating and leave us some comments and please write a review because I've got some ratings, which is super cool, but no reviews. I would love to hear what you guys think. And honestly, if you have ideas for episodes or something you're struggling with or something you want addressed, send me a message, send me a comment at feargoes.com on forward slash podcast, go to the very bottom of the page and you will see a place for comments. Write your comment in there and I will send you back something or I'll do an episode on it. I would love to make sure that you get to live the life you should be in every way I can. That's why I'm here. So until next week, my beautiful souls, and you are beautiful souls, and I am owning that 100%. You are such beautiful souls, and I see you all. Until next week, have an absolutely extraordinary week. <laughs>